to another episode of the Replacement Level Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Phillips. Today, we're going to be talking about some of baseball going on, specifically talking about what is going on with the LA Angels, as we have a special guest, Jeff Fletcher, joining us of the SoCal, SoCal News Group. So, Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So, Jeff, real quick, how did you get started in in all this, in covering baseball and then being a writer and kind of getting connected with or getting a job with the, the SoCal News Group? Um, well, I kind of, uh, I was probably 14 years old or so when I decided that I wanted to be a baseball writer. I just, I loved baseball and I was pretty good at writing. I figured they got to pay somebody to do that. So I pretty much set myself uh, on that uh, path. I went to Ohio University, go Bobcats, and uh, they have a really good journalism school there. So uh, I pretty much started preparing myself for that career right in college, and I started off at the Los Angeles Times, where my first job was, I covered some high school sports, small college sports. I went up to the San Francisco area, where I, I got a job covering uh, base, Major League Baseball, finally. I covered the Giants and the A's for about 12 years. Uh, and then I had uh, another job at a, a thing that doesn't exist anymore called Fan House, which was sort of like The Athletic, before The Athletic. And I uh, did that for a few years, and then I got hired to cover the Angels for the uh, SoCal News Group in 2012, before the 2013 season, and I've been doing that ever since. Awesome. So now you said you basically settled on this career path when you were 14. Was the Angels like your dream team that you want to cover, or was there a different team that you like, this is the team I want to cover because this is the team that I love and I follow? Uh, well, believe it or not, even though I did grow up in Ohio, my favorite team when I was a kid was the Mariners. So, really? Uh, yeah, it was just, you know, when you're, I was nine years old and they had the All-Star game there that year, and yeah. I thought they had cool uniforms. So that's how a nine-year-old picks a favorite team. Uh, so I was a huge Mariners fan. But then when I, when I decided I wanted to do it for a job, I didn't care what team I covered because you, you can't really be a fan of the team anyway, so it doesn't even matter. And now I'm not even a Mariners fan. I'm not a fan of any team anymore. I just – it's my job, and I – I root for what works best for me, basically, which is the, the good stories, you know, that I want to see or if, uh, you know, I want to cover the playoffs because I need to get some extra Marriott points, you know, then I root for the team to get to the playoffs. And if I uh, don't want to go to the playoffs because I have a vacation that I want to take, then I, it's better for me to, that they lose. So it's all about me, basically. <laughs> okay, awesome, awesome. So I'm also a Mariners fan and kind of a, a little bit similar. Um, no. I'm sorry? No way. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of similar because I'm here in Indianapolis, Indiana, born and raised. And um, a lot of people always ask me, like, why are you a fan of them? Because, you know, Midwest team, why wouldn't you be? For Indiana specifically, the Cubs is like the number one team, and then it'd be the Reds would be the second best team. Um, but I actually got um, back when cereal boxes gave prizes and toys in them and everything. I got a box of Wheaties, and they're giving out baseball posters. And I, I want to say it was like I think Mike Piazza was one, Ken Griffey Jr. was another, maybe Bonds, and there's a fourth, and I forget who. Uh, but my dad was a Mets fan, so like I wanted a Piazza poster because like my dad loves the Mets, and like Piazza was great. And I ended up getting stuck with a Ken Griffey Jr. poster. Um, <laughs> And, and that's how I got started as being a fan of the Seattle Mariners, too. So um, that's pretty cool that not only um, are we both, well, Mariners fans, but like both Midwest kind of kids that 
yeah. love the team out on the opposite end of the coast as well. It's pretty they awesome. were pretty terrible uh, for most of my life growing up as a fan of them. And they finally, the 95 season when they made the playoffs and all, that was one of my last years ever following them because it was 97 when I started as a baseball writer. So that was sort of the end of my life as a baseball fan. So they sort of put, took me out on top and then, and then I was done with them. So that's awesome. That's, that's the way everybody wants to go. Just go out on top. Right. So that's fantastic. Um, so Jeff, you have a book out called Showtime, which is all about Shohei Otani. Um, Tell us a little bit about it for those who haven't read it just yet. And then also, uh, how did you get started or wanted to, to write the novel? Well, it is basically uh, the, the story of Shohei Otani's baseball career, starting when he was in Japan, growing up in high school, playing for the, the, uh, the fighters in Japan for five years, and then the whole process of coming to the major leagues and picking the Angels, and then the ups and downs of his first few years with the Angels, which a lot of people may have forgotten about because, you know, they knew that he showed up and he was great and then he sort of disappeared for a little while because he was hurt and inconsistent. And then all of a sudden, in the fourth year, he was great again. But there was a lot that happened in years one, two, three that got him to year four. And uh, hopefully this book, you know, catches everybody up on all that, that, that missed all that. And the uh, paperback version now has an update on uh, year five, which is 2022, and the uh, WBC. So uh, anybody who just wants to sort of know how Shohei Otani got to be what he is, uh, this is definitely the book they should read. And and certainly uh, there's a good chance he's going to be on another team coming up next year. So hopefully the fans of that team, whatever team it is, will want to pick up the book to sort of get caught up. Okay. Now, obviously you said the book paperback version ends at the 2022 season. Is there going to be another update to the book that includes this previously ended season of 2023? Uh, not right now. There's a, a Japanese version I'm working on right now that will go all the way through, you know, his signing with a new team. So that's, you know, not going to be available till uh, next year. But uh, as far as the English version goes, the, the most updated version is, is through the WBC. Okay, perfect. Was it a lot of fun, like talking with Shohei, obviously, and kind of getting to know him more and learning about his background and stuff, or was it just kind of like, man, this is a lot of a lot of work? Uh, well, it was definitely fun. It was a good experience to write a book, and and he's a great subject. Uh, I didn't really get to know him, quote unquote, that well because he doesn't really sit down and do, you know, uh, really reflective interviews. It's okay. pretty much you talk to him when he's talking about the games that he's played in or, or that kind of thing. So most of what you learn about him is from other people that you talk to about him. So, uh, you know, I do feel like I know more about him than 99% of the other people, but that's still not nearly uh, as much as I would like to know about him. Okay. So you, you said you've been covering the, the Angels for quite some time now. What is it like kind of covering two maybe like the best kind of players in the game of baseball right now in, in Mike Trout and Shohei Otani? I mean, it's pretty incredible. I try not to take it for granted. They're, they're two very different players. Uh, you know, Otani has obviously done something that nobody, we haven't seen anybody do. And I would even argue that he's doing something that Babe Ruth didn't even do because Babe Ruth didn't even want to be a two-way player. It was sort of like an accident that he was, 
he was a pitcher and then he realized he could hit and then he didn't want to pitch anymore. You know, and there were, there were a couple of years where he was in transition where he did both, but that was sort of just a part of getting from A to B, not really the planned destination as it is with Otani. So I would say that what Otani's done is not like anything and it's really incredible. And as for Mike Trout, I mean, uh, you know, I think the great, the great thing about him was just he just never had a bad year. And, you know, even a lot of other really good players that we would think of and, you know, as MVP caliber players still would have bad years occasionally. Uh, you know, Christian Yelich was an MVP and he had some bad years. And, uh, yeah. Cody Bellinger was an MVP and he definitely had some bad years. And, you know, uh, Mike Trout really this, this year that he in 2023 was his worst year. And uh, he had an injury. He's had a lot of injuries lately. But even in his, his worst year, he had about an 850 OPS, which is still, you know, all-star caliber player. Right. Uh, you know, it's just not an MVP caliber player, but still this was his worst year. Every other year he's been over 900, which is ridiculous. And uh, I think we've all been disappointed that he's been hurt the last few years, him especially. So uh, I think that we'd like to see, you know, him get back to being what he was before all these injuries. He's still uh, 32 years old, so it's not too late for him. But uh, definitely his career has taken kind of a, a little bit of a downturn. But uh, still still first ballot Hall of Famer whenever he's done. It's just we would like to see him play the way he did before. Yeah, absolutely. Like in, Injuries to any player is not fun just because like they're, they're must-see TV and everything. When they're hurt – it takes away from the game experience and it just takes away from like the overall enjoyment of the game. Um, what I know Otani's, you know, possibly going to be leaving LA um, this off season, maybe not, maybe returns, but what is like your expectation of Trout and Otani, like their, their next move? Well, there's no next move for Trout. Uh, he's still got seven years left on his deal with the angels and he's not going anywhere. Uh, I mean, technically he could request a trade, but it'd be pretty tough for the Angels to trade him just because he's seven years at $36 million a year and he's been hurt the last three years in a row. That's not an easy player to trade. Uh, and sure. you know, are the Angels going to want to pay half or two-thirds of his salary to have him play for somebody else and not even get a bunch of good prospects back? That doesn't look very good. And I don't even know that Mike Trout would like to have – Everybody see that they, he's so not worth his contract anymore that the Angels have to pay his salary. So I think he just wants to stay and get himself healthy and get back to be the, the player that he was and help the Angels win. So he's not going anywhere. As for Otani, um, you know, he's a free agent. <clears throat> we all know that the Angels have not won since he's been there, and uh, we know that he would like to win. Uh, so obviously that doesn't bode well for them re-signing him. But he is also very comfortable with the, uh, the people he's around, the atmosphere he's in. The Angels have basically bent over backwards to do anything that he wants. They let him determine everything about his, his workload and his schedule and when he pitches and when he hits and, you know, when he talks to the media and, and everything is just catered around him. And it's a pretty low-pressure environment he's got here and with the Angels. It's not like playing for the Yankees or Red Sox. So I think all that stuff is he likes. So um, I wouldn't totally rule out him re-signing with the Angels. 
Uh, people ask me this all the time. I, I say it's about a 30% chance that he re-signs with the Angels. So it's definitely not uh, the most likely, but it wouldn't. It's, it's also likely enough that it wouldn't totally shock me.